Look, I have no idea, bows and bow ties, how <laughs> I came through it unless I didn't have God in my life. Now, look, I was sitting here. You probably saw this particular um, thumbnail to join my live or to at least um, view this video. This is what you saw. It's just a picture of people in Skid Row. You know, now let me just say this. My husband and I, my husband and I fundamentally disagree on whether to help people who are begging on the corner, whatever, when they ask you for money. I have, I, for me, I have, um, I struggle with that because my philosophy is the complete opposite of my husband's. I feel like, um, let me, hold on. <gasps> Sorry, I got to take my ear pot out. I was connected to my iPad. So look, I fundamentally feel like when I see someone and they come up to me or if I see someone down and out or anything like that, if I have extra money, change, whatever it is, I don't know, seven times out of 10, I do it. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't always have it on me. Um, I just give it. And I don't prescribe, you know, my morals, my mores as far as like, they're probably going to. Maybe that day, maybe they really just needed the money. Maybe they really were going to buy food. Um, I don't get on a high horse and say, well, I'll buy you food. But sometimes cash is king. The, the currency of cash is necessary for whatever. People judge the poor, especially for those who abuse food, alcohol, etc. And I'm like, I don't know where I heard this, but it was a good point. They said, you know, some of these people are dealing with some messed up life situations. They were abused. Um, they were taken advantage of, et cetera. And maybe they're abusing some sort of substance, right? Just to make it through. Not to say that it's right. Let me just make this clear for those of you who are watching me. I, I, I am not co-signing, you know, that kind of behavior. But I'm sitting here with some adult juice. Um, unwinding because I had a lot going on in the last few hours. Okay. And I'm sitting here unwinding. I'm like, now, am I abusing my adult juice? No. But when you think about the situations that people who live in environments like this, some of it is self-inflicted. Some of it's not right. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's so complicated. There's multiple layers to that. Um, it's easy for me in order to absolve myself, to be on a high horse and say, well, they should have, they should have, they should have. I don't know. I think when you're dealing with situations that are so great, um, such as homelessness, <laughs> I don't know, maybe abusing some sort of substance is a coping mechanism. I don't know. But why, why I'm sitting here having this conversation, um, I wrote down just a couple of quick notes. I was talking, I'm on a new project and I sit next to two, um, 
young people. So I get to be the middle-aged person, and there's some people who are older than me, but um, these are people who are graduating from college. You know, one person is doing like a work study thing, and another person um, has graduated. And I was thinking about how, how did I come through it at that age? Never would have made it, right? You know, I was thinking about how this young person, um, one of them, she applied over 50 times for a job. She graduated from um, a prestigious um, university from out West. Okay. She's from out West. Um, And, you know, she applied to over 50 job applications, you know, um, this is a technical person. And it was interesting because I'm like, there's plenty of jobs. But, you know, so interesting because you can make a lot of assumptions. And when your point of view, your worldview, all those things are curated based off of your environment, you can't see it from their perspective. So she's explaining to me, I don't know why I'm looking over here instead of looking at the camera. I'm like sitting here talking. I'm looking at, um, let me see if you guys can see what I'm looking at in my kitchen. Can you see? Uh, I'm looking at my fire TV over there. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Excuse this mess. This is why I tell my kids, look, look at my, look at my calendar. Ridiculous. All right. Sorry. I digress. I was talking to this young lady and um, as she's explaining to me how depressing it was while she was applying to all these places. um, And she said, you know, I wanted to go someplace where, you know, I was, I, I just cared. She's like, you know, I just didn't want, I forgot exactly the verbiage because, you know, I've been, you know, enjoying my adult juice. But she was explaining to me some things about, like, she's like, you know, and it's, and it's indicative of the times of, of the um, generation. Like, they care about, you know, people and things. And she's like, I don't really necessarily care about profit, per se. But she was like, you know, my friends, I have friends who went into some of these, um, went, she, they, they were employed by some of these jobs in, in some certain industries. And she was like, you know, some of them enjoy it and some of them don't. And she was like, and I'm sitting here and applying to like 50 positions. And she was like, it was just demoralizing because I wasn't getting any hits. And I was sitting there thinking like, <laughs> in my mind, I'm sitting here thinking like, well, worst case scenario, you can work for a company you don't like, which, you know, sometimes you, you take a stand or whatever. But ultimately, I'm like, Wow. You know, it was something interesting. I, I, I just hadn't really considered it in a while. And, and I just chalked that up to sometimes you can just be removed from a situation. But it was just so interesting how I was sitting here um, thinking about certain things. You know, um, I was looking at this other young person who graduates this year and, you know, he's like saving up all of his money because he just wants to finally move out of his, his parents' home. Um, 
he he's worked his way through college. I mean, he's attended. He's he's doing a great job. He's young, and he's like, and you know, they just want to live life, and they're saving every dime. I don't know why I'm being so reflective today. Why are my hands? This is what happens when I drink wine. Like things just turn red. It's just ridiculous. But anyway, it was interesting because when I listened to them, like you know, I'm in my apartment, blah blah blah. blah. And I was listening to them talk, and the one guy can't, um, he's just saving up money because he wants to move out. And I was like, how did I make it? Because I made less than what they did. But also, the economy wasn't as treacherous, but it was still high. You know, where I'm going with this, the title of this was, um, everyone is just messed up. I mean, I wrote down, like, people are pouring, meaning P-O-O-R. You know, there's a lot of poor people. Um, when I say a lot, I mean, if you have 10, there's still a lot, right? Um, you've got the young who are struggling. I noticed that they refuse to eat out. And I don't eat out at time, but occasionally I'll go to the cafeteria. But they never go because the cost of food is so high. They can't afford it. So I watched, I just happened to, this is kind of creepy, but I was watching what they were eating and you know, it's it's like definitely portion controlled, for sure, as we all should. But they never eat out. They don't. They don't. They don't want to take too much time off because they barely have enough time. I remember those days. They're like the one person. She's like, I would love to go visit my parents. Hopefully, they'll come visit me because I don't have much leave. I just came back from Christmas. She gets all of two weeks. I'm like. Two weeks? She's like, yeah, I got two weeks. She's like, and my brother lives blah, blah, blah. So for me to go visit him, and I was like, man. And I was trying to help her figure out how she can do this and how she could take plane routes and this and the other. She's like, yeah, I just have to save up some time. But I really miss my family. But in the same token, she was like, this was one of the only, like, Coming back to the East Coast, she was like, I had to come East in order to find a job. I'm listening to a whole bunch of people who are angry. And I believe I get it. You know, between YouTube podcast land and everything else, I'm like, people are just hurting. Everyone's hurting. Everyone's angry. People are searching for answers. They're searching for relief. So they're pointing the finger at any and everything other than themselves. It's like there's so much trauma. No one has healed. I was like, people are hurting. Everyone's messed up. Everyone's messed up. I think about the man, I guess, I didn't even know who he was until it was reported, but the person who took his life. Um, he worked on the Allen show. I'm like, people are getting caught up in these schemes and they feel like everything is hopeless. And so they take their lives. It's almost like a modern day dystopia. I feel like the news cycle is keeping us in this weird matrix of hopelessness. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like everyone is messed up. Everyone is messed up. Why are my kids so loud downstairs? 
everyone's messed up. And I think what happens is we're all so caught up in our own mess. We don't even realize how much we have in common with so many other people. When I listen to so many people talk, you know, so many people have lost family members. So many people are barely making it. We've got people who have six children. You know, and I was just like, everyone is just so messed up. Everyone is hurting out here. So I bring all this up to say, when we are, when I, let me speak for myself for a second. When I listen to people talk about family members and how they were so messed up in the past and they had given bad advice and all these other things, I get it. But I also feel like it's time to allow for a little bit of grace, a little bit, because they were surviving. And I feel like sometimes the conditions were so austere, like they were living in austere conditions that were just ridiculous. And then when I fast forward to today and, you know, some people are living in such bad situations and then they make decisions based off of their emotional and mental state at the time. And I'm not saying this right. And I'm not saying that that I'm trying to give license to bad behavior. But I feel like, you know, oftentimes it's so easy for us to get in our high horses and and, and go off on, on these people. We go off on the women, the men, the older women, the the older like the older men, like we just we're just we're just all messed up. We're just messed up. Now, let me just say this. I could be reflective because I've been drinking my adult you know, libation, um, knowing that I probably will not be going into work tomorrow because my daughter was, you know, she was just um, handling business. Hopefully things have settled down. But anyway, it gave me some time to just think because, you know, I just listened to so many stories and so many people just appear to be hurting. And I think oftentimes, People who are hurting don't know how to find a source of joy, even in the worst of times. Me personally, my my foundation is rooted in Christianity. I know many people have shied away from Christianity. That's neither here nor there for me. But I will say is I know that my joy can't come from things I know I will have testimonies. Let me tell you something. I'm, I have things going on in my life too, right? So when I come on this app, um, I'm not trying to pretend as if everything is perfect. That's not the case. When I'm speaking, what I'm trying to share with everyone as a middle-aged woman is, you know what, this is what real life looks like. Life looks like good times and tough times. It looks like adversity. It looks like extreme joy. It looks like success. It looks like failures. It looks like mediocrity at times. Sometimes it looks like surviving. 
Sometimes it just looks like surviving. And when I look at people who are out here in these streets and they're trying to survive, it's easy for me to cast judgment. When I go back to this picture here and I look at Skid Row and I think about the people who are sitting there on Skid Row, this is just one of those was just one of the pictures that I've chosen, you know, or when I think about the person who comes up to my car and they ask for money or whatever, um, maybe that day that dollar really is going to help towards something. It might be their next high. Maybe that's how they're coping. I'm not saying it's right. But mo- many of us come to the comfort of our home and we crack open a soda, a beer, dessert, a bottle of wine. Maybe our comfort is binge watching television. It, I don't know. I don't know. It could be any of it. It could be any of those things. I just wanted to say that I feel like so many people are messed up. We're all messed up and we're all going through things. And we get out here on this app and we don't afford any level of grace. We don't show any compassion. Although some people don't really deserve compassion. I I look at the whole controversy surrounding um, Andrew Tate. And let me tell you, it's hard for me to find compassion for that guy. But I'm like, when I look at what's all the things that are sending around us, I'm like, what would take someone over the edge like an Andrew Tate? It's hard for me to find compassion for somebody who wants to exploit women for his personal gain. Nevertheless, I also think about like what takes per someone and, and what makes someone want to just go over the edge. Anyway, that's pretty much it. I just want to say this on the end with this. We're all messed up out here in these streets. We have people who are hurting. There are some hurting people. We are hurting financially. We're hurting mentally, spiritually. There's so many of us. We're hurting out here. And that's why you can have stuff like a skid row. Um, That's why I can talk about the young people I work with who are struggling. I notice the things that they're eating because they're just trying to make it. And these are people who are responsible. They're just trying to make it. So the next time we see somebody out here making mistakes or the person who's out here begging for money. I don't know if they're using that money for their next fixed fix. It, that day, maybe there, maybe it really was for that cheeseburger or fries or whatever. What I do know is if you're sitting there on Skid Row, who knows what you're using to make it, right? How, how do you cope with that? Regardless of if it was their, their fault or not. To be homeless, and who knows what their coping mechanism is? Like I said, I have my adult juice here because I had a, an interesting few hours, and a lot of people do a lot of things for coping. So anyway, I don't know. That's pretty much it. Um, let me know what you think. Let me get out of here and uh, see you in the next video. <laughs>